0: And welcome to Cast Iron, a podcast all about rock and metal. My name is Alan Williamson and I'm joined, as always, by Lewis Clark.
1: Hello, hello.
0: And today we have a very special treat for you. We are covering a black metal album, uh, which is Emperor's Anthems to the Welkin at Dusk. (laughs) So top of the show, uh, a little bit of housekeeping is that um, hopefully by the time you listen to this, we'll have a new website Um, and whenever we set up Cast Iron, we very questionably uh, set up a Tumblr (laughs) and um, and that has created what I think I would call technical debt Uh, and we have had four years of pain, um, which involves everything from manual RSS feeds to not having permanent links And, and it's getting to the point where every time I publish a new episode, Um, And I put the RSS feed into the the feed checker. It goes, this doesn't look right. Are you (laughs) sure about this? Where are the URLs? So we have a new home at castironshoe.co.uk, Lovely spangly website. And you can go check that out. Uh, You you probably don't know that if you've just got the podcast in your um, feed subscriber. But it is there. Um, And I think we've been doing this for about four or five years. And we we thought, yeah, no, we, we obviously still want to continue doing this we still love doing it but let's give it the the home on the web that it deserves absolutely absolutely so it's a new base going forwards and I guess I should also um I should probably also apologize to you since I was like yeah let's do it over (laughs) lockdown and I was like oh my god I
1: can't face anything um hey look it's important to look after yourself bud so absolutely makes sense
0: like, I think it's, whenever we, whenever we started the whole, I don't know this turned into yet another coronavirus, because cause there's plenty of coronavirus podcasts on oh, Avocorn yeah. 2. Yeah. The recorded 2 split screen coronavirus <laughs> themed ones, and you can get all the Boris Johnson bashing in there. Um, but... Um, I think whenever it began, we didn't really know how long it was going to go on for yeah. and At the time of recording. It is the end of September. Yeah. Uh, lockdown has kind of eased in the UK, but things aren't looking very good. Mm. Um, and in Australia, people are, it's, it's on a knife edge, I think is the, the euphemistic mainstream media term. Yeah. So it, it, we started off, um, I, I was all right. I'm going to do lots of things to try and improve myself. And that went OK. I, I learned to touch tight, which has been really useful. Yep. Um, but then after a while you just get a bit deflated and you know march turned into june turned into august and it's been it's been difficult yeah and so so for me i've spent the past couple of months trying to focus on making sure i nailed things professionally and taking proper rest at the end of that time which is so difficult whenever you're working from home and then you finish and you're, you're still at home yeah yeah um uh, but I'm feeling much better, That's and good. we're going to try and commit. Well, I'm not going to tell you, dear listener, how long we're going to try and com- <laughs> how often we're going to try and commit to recording a podcast, because that means that we won't do it. So we'll keep it a mystery. I will see if we commit to the secret guidelines that we have. Um, Set for ourselves. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. Generally, I'm I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I had the the most anticlimactic birthday of all time. <laughs> yeah, and uh, my birthday cards are still coming in from the UK, <laughs> <laughs> even though it was a week ago. Oh. Um, how have, how have you been? How are you tracking?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's been fine, been fine. Um, I think the thing I'm really happy with with in regards to this episode is we finally hit twenty, Alan. This is our twentieth episode. Oh,
0: is this episode twenty? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow.
1: We absolutely oh, got there. Just,
0: I should know what episode number it is because I've spent so much time trying to fix that RSS feed. Yeah, yeah, well, there the you fucking go. Fucking names of the... Oh, yeah, I should say, this This podcast is now marked as explicit and I can finally give it up. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> um, that doesn't mean it's going to be sweary-sweary. Just yeah, yeah, that given the nature of the album content, it's easier for me to just flag the thing at the top.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I think it comes with the territory because, uh, yeah, this is our first black metal release, eh?
0: so are you a are you a black metal fan or would you say you're in any way familiar
1: with black metal so only more recently to be honest with you so um, I probably got into black metal in the last three years probably um, mm-hmm. and it's mainly through um, well let, let's talk about black metal first because if if I talk about the way I got into it it's gonna be a bit of a backwards way of doing things so black metal as a genre i suppose is stylistically recognizable via underproduced sound uh it often has a lack of bass um heavy use of blast beat drumming and uh tremolo pick guitar playing um screamy vocals yeah very screamy shrieky vocals absolutely that's the style higher pitched raspy sort of screamed vocals um and it's often associated with uh, theatrical sort of corpse paint. Um, and yeah. oh, we
0: need to we need to get our um, we need to tell everybody our um, black metal band member <laughs> names. So uh, okay, so from here on we just said, So so this episode, um, you're only allowed to refer to me as a death bear, um, <laughs> and you're going to be Hell
1: Yoda. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, death bear. So hell. So Hell Yoda.
0: Uh, so we're talking about the origins of black metal yeah. and. I did a bit of listening around, obviously, as part yep. of this, and um, I think that the name for the genre comes from the Venom album yep. and associated song Black Metal, yep. which yep. is interesting because that is both a thrash song <laughs> yeah. and um, it has lyrics that I think could be a manifesto for this podcast <laughs> if you haven't uh, if you haven't seen them before. I but um, I I guess the genre came out of thrash, yeah, um, and it came out of the new wave of british heavy metal to some extent yeah. so bands like like judas priest yeah, yeah. um uh, and merciful fate and aforementioned venom definitely um so it is kind of thrashy but it also is more extreme and it's the first wave of what's called black metal and it almost sounds more like that priesty speed metal with shrieking. Yeah, yeah and then there's this wave o- of norwegian and scandinavian bands yeah and that's where the that's where all the corpse paint and the, the satanism comes in yeah essentially
1: yeah. Yeah, so that's another thing that's uh, quite often associated with uh, black metal is um, some pretty negative stuff. So, church burnings. Church burning. (laughs) Um, And unfortunately, there's quite a large subset of fascist bands that uh, frequent white supremacy. So, yeah. I think
0: we're not going to we're not going to name names we're not going to do we're not going to do Burzim recommendations no, here no. because uh, I think white supremacy probably gets enough of an airing in uh, in the press these days yeah yeah, us yeah contributing absolutely to it. so we're so we're going to very tactfully focus on what we want to cover but yeah. it, it you know whenever people talk about heavy metal especially people who haven't um, listened to much metal before yeah right and you think about all the scared American parents of the 1980s worried about things like uh, Metallica and Slayer and yeah, stuff yeah this is probably what they should have been worried about. Yeah, this yeah. is black metal would not have taken off in the states. Nobody was up for Satanism no, and no. and cross burning. Absolutely <laughs> the, not. And, and and probably that that trend continues to this day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, There's an interesting thing recently that um, Apple Music. Um, uh, they, you know, Apple Music, obviously Spotify competitor, pretty popular now. It's very big in like hip hop and and pop music, mm-hmm. and they've just started a second. Um, radio show. So the yep. first one was called Beats One. That's called Apple Music One. That's good. That's good. Interesting shows. Even like Corey Taylor from Slipknot does a show. And yeah, things. yeah. So they have started their second um, radio station, and it is country, ah. country music. Great. So, fun. Uh, so that's why I say black metal would never take off there because it's all you know Jesus and steers and, and beer and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, the, and this is this is quite the opposite. But I think
1: this is probably what your parents warned you about when it came to metal. Absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, so um, coming back round to how I got into black metal, uh, it was mainly through a current wave of sort of anti-fascist black metal that's really taken off at the moment. Um, There are three bands in particular that um, I'm very much into, uh, Underdark, um, Dawn Raid, and the wonderfully named Neckbeard Death Camp. Um, (laughs) Who, by the way, you could literally just read, like, album titles and song titles, and it's just entertaining enough as it is. They have an album called White Nationalism is for Basement Dwelling Losers. Um, so, yeah, great, great band. Um, I do like a bit of, uh, Yeah, just turning it around, getting it, taking the genre back and making it into a positive thing. Um, So, yeah, it's very. Are
0: those British bands? Where's that?
1: that Um, So, Underdark and Dawn Raider British, uh, Neckbit Death Camp are, (laughs) well, reportedly from France, but uh, I think they're very much actually Americans. Um, But, yeah. um, So, yeah, it's just a big sort of antagonistic taking the mick out of National Socialist black metal or NSBM, which is uh, what the term usually is used for the fascist stuff, um, which kind of largely stems from biism. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, luckily we picked an album that doesn't really have that kind of connection to it. Mm,
1: well, yeah, not not A, li- al- not li- a little bit in the, the Mayhem yeah. connection. Yeah, there's but, a little um, bit of a Mayhem connection, obviously. Um, we should probably talk about Mayhem, probably one of the most infamous black metal bands of all time. Um Euronymous, the uh, guitarist from Mayhem, was uh, murdered by his bandmate Varg Vikernes, who went on to form Burzum. Um, there is some absolutely crazy, crazy stories about them. Stuff like um, Varg, like taking teeth. No, it was Euronymous taking teeth from his the previous vocalist who committed suicide after he, you know, blew his head off, and uh, yeah, uh, used fragments of teeth to give to people he deemed worthy uh one of them recently was sold in auction <laughs> um there's some really dark stuff in black metal guys <laughs> it's a bit strange um but yeah mayhem are definitely a uh, episode all unto themselves i think but um very much uh, a heavy hitter when it comes to scandinavian black metal and um yeah euronymous himself does make a posthumous appearance on this record but we'll get to that as we approach it um so yeah today's album is anthems to the welkin at dusk uh by emperor and it is a 1997 release from uh candlelight records uh very early release for them as well
0: well we get well we just we'll we get, we get straight into it yeah it's
1: a very um so I don't
0: have a lot of familiarity with this yeah. and I'm, I'm very sorry to my brother, Paul, who's the, he, he recommended this one. He's the, the black metal master. Yeah. And I think that this emperor album was probably one of the table names at his wedding. If not, <laughs> he certainly had, um, he certainly had a mortal on there. <laughs> um, it's not something I'm not familiar with. Yeah. And um, when you get, when we get to the recommendations later, I've got some, Adjunct black metal album type yeah, yeah. things that I have listened to and mm-hmm. like, um, but where it comes from, I've got my I've got my, my Blaviscaris t shirt on today, so I'm more <laughs> of an extreme and and, and mellow death yeah, fan. Yeah. Um, but um, but I have seen Abbott live, who is the uh, former frontman of Immortal. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was uh, one of the, the strangest gigs I've ever been to, <laughs> where he was obviously um, really drunk and not in tip, and was actually yeah, really yeah. disappointing. I think he went into uh, rehab been...
1: last year, if I remember correctly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and if you'd been to that gig you wouldn't you wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) So this was all totally new to me.
1: Yes. And I've got to say as well, it was to me. Sat down
0: to listen to this and so usually the way I listen to these things for cast iron is I'll either put them on when I'm working out or if I am working. Yeah. (laughs) And and this is not something (laughs) that I can really give my full concentration to either while working or working out there's a very sad story where my dog um, ate my workout headphones <laughs> and he, he chewed up he chewed up the tips that um actually fit my ears oh, no. so i didn't really have much of a bass response for my my gym earphones anymore <laughs> so i was listening to this i was like does this have bass does this have drums <laughs> you no know, there's um, not a lot of bass in so, this so <laughs> so there's not there's not a lot but um i'd still prefer to listen to it with some some quality headphones (laughs) so um i finally found a good way to listen to this but i'll I'll cover that at the end yep um so i sat down and to the first track which is i'm just going to call it the oath
1: yeah because i have no idea how that's meant to be Um, or something like that probably
0: So this one, as uh, is, is properly moody and creepy intro, with yeah, yeah. screams in the background, quite a doomy bass sound, yeah, yeah. Um, but quite a bit of melody to it.
1: It's it's a bit like a Hammer Horror soundtrack, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And like you say, it's basically an introduction, but it's quite a long one, actually. Um, it Yeah, it's basically sort of lots of atmospheric, creepy, like, guitar noodling, breathy sort of vocals to create this sort of weird mood. Yeah. Um, and yeah it just sort of lasts for about four minutes um it reminds me a little of opeth at times yeah who i know we're not a black
0: metal well i guess they're, they're very very early stuff has yeah. some influences but it's got a similar kind of i think it's probably like a scandinavian chord progression yeah, type yeah, thing yeah, yeah with a lot of those bands are you know, influenced by scandy folk music i think that's where it's coming in mm, definitely. um but so there's a and i'm not a massive fan of intro tracks but this one was okay because this massive build-up yeah. and then you eventually get farty MIDI synth noises. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Around three I'm, minutes thirty-nine.
0: Yeah. I was going. What is going on? Is this <laughs> is this power metal? Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, is this? So I have I, seen. I I it just came out of nowhere. So... <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> It is the silliest, cheesiest sort of like rhapsody style synth that I've. That I, was, I wasn't expecting no. it at all. So this album has been described as symphonic black metal, and I think mm-hmm. it mainly comes from this use of keyboard and synthesizers. Uh, gives it a little bit more texture. Gives it a little bit more bombast. And um, yeah, it. But it's so strange because it's you have this large, creepy, atmospheric intro, and then stupid synth and then the moment it finishes you get Nintendo 64 MIDI <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but yeah the moment uh, it finishes well, we there's another it the track, track.
0: Um, there's another track that I, I think is good particularly symphonic bits so we can talk a bit yeah, about yeah. you know I guess weaknesses with the album but it's it's something that like a lot of these albums at the time people didn't really do yeah Live orchestral music recorded and mixed in with metal. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's what makes it have that slightly dated sound. Yeah, it, if yeah. Anything, yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, they like, have it's good for good for all. a laugh, but it's probably not what they were going for yeah, at the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. They've obviously just composed it, you know, electronically because that's the limitations of what they had to deal with, you know. Because um, I'm I'm sure it's all recorded on a budget probably in a bedroom or something but i think yeah, well and yeah, if it was so. recorded in a studio
0: it was it would have been done like digitally so but um you probably have more budget for your recordings than you guys <laughs> did. but that's part of the sound is that it? it is that, low, that lo-fi Absolutely. raw sound is very much a part of it um yeah. so then we get on to the the first real track which is ye entrance imperium <laughs> Then you'll find very quickly uh ah, i see no no it's not
1: it's not power metal it's not power metal at all is it (laughs) alan 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 what did you think of this
0: um oh i (laughs) so so uh we went to visit the in-laws yesterday on the way back i said to jess uh, i'd really like to give this emperor album another blast before we um before we record it tomorrow and I think we lasted a bit. Two, two tracks. You're like, this isn't driving music. I'm done. <laughs> um, uh, so this is this is nuts. There's some serious blast beats going on throughout. We've got screaming, a bit of synth, some orchestral swells sort of coming and going like, like waves. And it's it's almost got like a hardcore punk rocky kind of sound compared to what we usually cover. Mm. So, um, so I can understand why you'd be like rubbing your hands with glee. <laughs> but it, it, I don't know. Probably, I uh, say it wasn't really what I was expecting.
1: Yeah, yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, um, this, this, the first time I listened to this was my first introduction to Emperor as well. I've, I've had no experience with them outside of, you know, knowing who they were and their influence on the, the genre and just knowing the name essentially. Um, so, this. Blew my fucking balls off. (laughs) I was having the best time when I heard this. Um, So yeah, I sat down to listen to this earlier in the week, just had an evening free, and I was like, right, okay, I'm going to open up a text document and uh, listen to this front to back and make some notes, and oh, oh, it's just having the best time. (laughs) Oh, God. So yeah, this is just unrelenting, so chaotic, just blast beats the entire time. Um all the black metal tropes are in here. No bass, raspy screams, loads of reverb. Just speed, 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 speed. Uh tremolo picking. Uh we get the cheesy synth comes in again. <laughs> yes, <Yesterday, laughs> it's just did. so much fun. Two fifty seven, we get a fucking guitar solo. Oh, it's just so good. Um and There's a bit of a proggy shift yeah, around yeah. three
0: thirty mark and I don't really know what it reminded me of. I, I had written in my notes. I want to say early Anathema, but that is not quite right. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was more of a more of a doomy kind of a, a feel, and and there are there are doomy moments in this, mm. especially in the the bonus tracks we may or may not talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um. But um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quite. I think this album front loads the, the black metal tropes. Yeah. I think it's more intense at the beginning. And then, as we go through it, it becomes a bit more melodic and um even more groovy and and, and ballady. yeah yeah well, I, so mean, I think it really it really front loads the intensity, so it's this track is a all out sonic assault yeah isn't it? absolutely
1: oh man and I've got to say as well like regardless of the fact that the production values are quite low and obviously the bass is quite lacking, I enjoyed the production actually, I thought it was quite clear for a black metal record.
0: Yeah, I think it's actually all right. Mm. And um, and again, you need to have... I think the thing with this album is the first time I listen, it's like, oh, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I think <laughs> this is the other part of the reason why it took us so long to record a new episode because this... I, I, was, I would often put stuff on the background while I'm working, but yeah. this is just like background noise. Yeah, yeah. This kind of music is... You have to sit down and listen to it properly and you have to yeah. have the right listening environment you can't put it on the car you can't put it on when you're going for a run yep. you can't put it on when you're working on something because it's because it doesn't have that traditional verse chorus verse structure yeah yeah so in order to follow it and really make sense of what's going on you need to be um as the americans would say fully fully cognizant <laughs> of what's going on within the they always say cognizant mm. it, rather than like aware <laughs> by, why use two syllables when uh, three will do, <laughs> but it's it's something I think you really need to fully commit to, and that's why as a genre it does have that barrier to it because anybody can listen to even like thrash music and have a bit of a bounce because it's got a verse chorus verse structure. The song the song black metal has a chorus yeah, with yeah. the words black metal going on right, but this doesn't, so it's it's not um, it's not introductory level metal and unless you're going to take the time and the effort to commit to it I imagine it would just go right over most people's heads. It certainly went right over my head until I was like right now we're going to cover this for the podcast. We're go- I'm going to have to going to have to treat it seriously rather than just shrugging my shoulders in every track. Yeah. One, because that doesn't make for an interesting episode. And two, because it's a podcast, so nobody can see the shrugging.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's big arms folded, watching in silence, sort of uh, <laughs> listening. <laughs> you can't mosh to this because, quite frankly, it's too fast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, trying so, think,
0: I'm trying to think what people did at the ABF gig. Yeah. I think they probably did just... Fold her arms and 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 nod. And and appreciate, yeah. Um, (laughs) There's always people moshing regardless of whether it's coordinated (laughs) or not, right?
1: (laughs) I mean, there's certainly moments on this record where, you know, a groove hits or, you know, there's a moodier change in tone which allows for a bit more movement, I guess. But um, the movement in Ye Entrance Imperium is basically very quick. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I really, really enjoyed this. Uh, I was just proper blown away by how quickly it went from the intro being creepy and atmospheric and moody to silly and cheesy and synthy to then absolutely chaotic and mental (laughs) it's just oh it's just and
0: it's quite a it's quite a short album this yeah it's just under 45 minutes Yeah, yeah so it um Get, gets in and out absolutely there. yeah um, there was no that's one of the things about it even though out, the yeah. song structures are almost what you would call proggy uh, yeah the the song lengths are really quite in and out there's nothing yeah, particularly yeah. long absolutely so the next track is Thus Speak the Night Spirit And again, it's um, frantic blast beat vibes. Yep. Some mad guitar work in here, oh. and what well, uh, you're because you're the one that cuts in um, the audio clips. We <laughs> need to get in the the twiddly bridge bit before the kind of chorus it goes, do, 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 which is great. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a it's like a crazy Scandinavian
1: hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, I I loved how like the. Synth like keyboard kicks this off again and makes it sound like a power metal song or something. It's just so just O T T. It's just so silly, and then it takes itself so seriously and just goes completely crazy with the speed and the blast beats and all the tremolo picking again, again. Oh, I love it so much. It, um, it's
0: almost it's on the right side of pompous. Yeah, yeah, isn't
1: absolutely, it? absolutely. But I think there's there's a genuine like sincerity there because obviously it's blackmailed. It's going to be deeply sincere the entire time because everybody takes themselves deadly serious. But it's just, I love that like marriage and that juxtaposition of this sounds very daft, but you are playing it so straight, and I respect that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I,
0: think, I think that's what you want. Yeah, though, is, yeah. you, know, you, you don't want everything to be like, um I don't know, Steel, steel panther <laughs> Not everything can be a parody. It's, yeah. uh it's good to, as long as they t- take their craft seriously. That's yeah. fine.
1: I think as well. This this song, um, about three minutes sixteen, I've noted was it, it it sort of moves into a slower, sort of moodier change in tone, which helps sort of break it up a little bit, so that it's not just a you know five minute bombardment of blast beats, um, which are really respected as well. That was that was he- that was helpful because. This is pretty intense, this record. It doesn't really let up an awful lot yeah. of times. So when it does, I think it's kind of needed Um because, yeah, you literally just can't take a breather. It's one of those, like like we've already said, you have to sit down and give it your attention because there's just so much going on at any given point. So, yeah, when you get a moment of respite to just sort of enjoy a slower sort of change in pace, um, it's really appreciated. And you get a moment like that in this... um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to being absolutely chaotic after a little bit, but <laughs> at but least you I think this get is that.
0: where the, the symphonic bits are really interesting. Mm, absolutely. Um, because as you say, they break things up, give it a bit more variety, and they give it more of a a musical depth, I yeah. want to say. Absolutely. You wouldn't necessarily get if it was just guitars and shrieking. And I think if there's just been 40 minutes of guitars and shrieking, we have, would have struggled a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because some of the al the albums and things I've listened around, like I've enjoyed s- bands like Immortal more. Yep. I think where there's more of, there's more of a like a, a death metal crunch and more of a melody Absolutely. to their take on black metal. Yep. Um, so what I like about this is the is the extra symphonic bits. I think they I think they're getting me through it in a way. If it had just been blast beats and Shrieking for forty minutes, it would have been like fuck sake. Absolutely. Much.
1: I've got to say as well. Um, there are moments on this record um, where. So, we should talk about the lineup of Emperor, actually. We haven't spoken about the people involved. So, um, mm-hmm. the lead vocalist and guitarist is a gentleman called Issan, um, who I oh, was. Or,
0: or, or, or in, Insane, I usually just call him because <laughs> it's easier.
1: Um, but yeah, so um, I'm actually quite familiar with him because he's had quite a successful solo career and he's mm-hmm. kind of gone more atmospheric and more. Um, Ambient, almost, with a lot of his like uh, solo material, but he does still meld it with black metal. Um, And his uh, the other guitarist in Emperor is a guy called Samoth, um, and I think Isan and Samoth are the only two original members that have like maintained the entire um, lineup for for the band's career. Um, There is a gentleman called Alva playing bass on this, even though you can't hear him. (laughs) When when you do hear him, though, you do realise that he is using quite a sort of uh, light sort of sounding distortion, makes the bass sound very sort of uh, thin and clangy, uh, which is why he Mm kind of gets buried in the mix. Um, And then the drummer at this time is uh, a chap called Trim, uh, who is doing just an inordinate amount of work on this record um yeah incredible drummer honestly it's so intense the entire time um doesn't miss a beat um uh, yeah i don't know how many takes this would have taken but honestly it's just an amazing performance the entire time but yeah i wanted to talk about
0: the drumming is great and um yeah i think it gets it gets more interesting later in the album as well like we said that the front half is kind of lead in with the, the intensity and yeah. also a lot of the blast beats and I think as you go further into the album the drums open up a bit and yeah. get a bit more groovy and interesting Absolutely. which I really liked
1: The only reason I wanted to bring up the um, the lineup in particular because Essan's uh, vocals um, regardless of the fact that they u- he's using quite uh, a lot of screaming throughout the entire record he does l- scatter throughout certain songs a bit of singing and he's got a very sort of bombastic like dramatic vocal kind of, style yeah um, it's kind of
0: like dramatic baritone yeah
1: absolutely and i really enjoy it when it comes in because it it re- again it sort of it breaks it up a bit and gives it some sort of variety that helps you know it not feel like such a massive bombardment so uh so it's good good track yes absolutely really really enjoyed this one as well um and yeah we get uh Go in, further into the symphonic uh, dr- drama of this record with the next track, which is In Source by Chaos. <laughs> the k obviously um i absolutely does,
0: well, what is it, mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't does it n n sore does it mean that does it mean like surrounded i guess does it mean that like a sorcerer has like a sorcerer you know, has, has like yeah movies? yeah that's
1: what i was thinking i'm assuming but yeah it certainly sounds you know uh dramatic it's a good, it's a
0: good like if somebody said what does it sound what does this album sound like i'd say In by <laughs> <laughs> oh mate i
1: absolutely love the riff at the start of this song uh really evil sounding riff this one like you actually get to appreciate the guitar work a little bit because it's not just all tremolo picked for once um there's a moment around uh 134 where you get these really sort of silly sort of umpa umpa like strings. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, this this album just continues to surprise me. I love it. Very overblown. Um yeah, again, but like it's just played so straight down the middle that I just I can't help but love it because it's like these guys clearly believe in what they're doing, you know, they're not playing this for gig for giggles. It's uh it's just so fun, honestly. Um yeah, I really enjoyed this one as well.
0: On this track, I wanted to come back to the symphonic bits. Yeah, yeah. And I think they work compositionally. Yep. So I think they, I think they fit the music absolutely. Um, but they do sound a bit farty and midi esque back Oh, absolutely, standards. absolutely. And I thought this would really benefit from like a, an S and M type thing. Yeah. With a full orchestral backing. Oh, can you imagine? And it's um, interesting, as I have. Sitting next to me, some birthday presents, one of which oh. is the new Buried Tomorrow album, Cannibal, which is very good. The other one is the In Flames 20th Anniversary of Clayman, oh. which is a very controversial release because they've re recorded some of the tracks in ways that I would consider questionable. <laughs> um, and um, so I'm not always one to go for remasterings and re recordings of albums. Mm. And and Inflames are probably a bad example of how to do it and why you probably shouldn't re-record, but I would be really interested to hear this with a proper orchestra, because I think that would give the symphonic bits the attention and and reverence, I guess no no pun to the next song attended, um, that they they deserve. Not to say it wasn't good, just that it's a little distracting by today's modern standards.
1: Absolutely. Is that fair? Yeah, no, completely. I I feel like... um, this was written with the limitations in mind. Almost, it's like this. This is what we had to do because we couldn't afford an orchestra. Basically, <laughs> yeah, I, you could
0: do it in a. You can do it in a keyboard. Yeah, and you can yeah. program in the instruments, and it yeah you know, works. But it, it sounds like trumpets and strings being played in a keyboard. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't sound yeah. like doesn't sound like an actual
1: brass yeah, section. Yeah. And if you can look past that and appreciate the composition, then it's fine, honestly. Um, but at the same time, I think because it sounds silly. I was also enjoying it. It's a bit like that's so bad, it's so good. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's a little bit of that about it as well. But um, yeah, um, another another great track as far as I'm concerned. Oh, honestly, I'm just <laughs> really enjoying this record.
0: You're <laughs> having a blast here. They there's a bit. Oh, the only other thing I have in mind is that the big riff scramble at the end is good in this track. Yep, I'm trying to find it where it is. I think it's just sort of around the five minute mark. Oh, mate. Um, when you get that, rah, da, 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 oh da, yeah, yeah, da, yeah! It's
1: very like, definitely, definitely. I think as well, this was, sandwich, <laughs> this was about the point. sandwich. though this was about the point. Uh, whilst I was listening to this for the first time that I went on Discogs and basically bought a copy. <laughs> so that arrived yesterday. <laughs> and that's straight, oh, straight so on my you, So how have, how have you been listening to it? You've just been streaming it? Uh, so initially um, I did uh, you know, the naughty thing. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I, would, I would certainly never do that. <laughs> and uh, downloaded it. Um, but then I bought it, so it's all good, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, that—that that is, um, that's what they always say that piracy is good for. Yeah, yeah, um, completely. See, so I, I, just, I just stream everything now. I, I, yeah. I just stream everything on Apple Music, and um, I go through like I don't know, you know, five or six albums a day. So I really do get my money worth on it. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, I
1: have. I've never adopted streaming, unfortunately. I, and you've seen my record collection. I'm very much a, a man uh, who likes to put a CD on or a, or a record. Or um, yeah, I if, have. I have
0: seen your, your record collection. <laughs> I've actually got. Um, speaking of speaking of collections, um, one of the side. This is like absolutely nothing to do with this this band okay, or even okay, music. It's uh, <laughs> Just a, just a nice little interlude <laughs> uh, in the middle of the podcast. So um, I one of the side effects of the coronavirus pandemic is that international shipping has been really heavily disrupted. Yeah. Um and I currently have about 2 to 300 classic video games coming across on a boat from the UK oh, to Australia. Okay. Um and so my entire Mega Drive and Saturn and Dreamcast collection is coming over and I have Lovely. no idea where it's going to go in my house, but I think <laughs> I'm going to need some loose floor to ceiling shelves.
1: <laughs> very important, very important. Um But you
0: can see you can see here uh they you can see the background here i've got um, oh, i can the
1: listeners uh, can't <laughs> yeah,
0: you, you can i'll, I'll uh, surely there's a way to take a i'll take i'll take a selfie and put it on the <laughs> website but um i have very few cds yeah i only have ones that people have really gifted me mm-hmm. around the time so i've got looking at the wall we've got um we've got some Arion. I have got some Alderbridge. got a bellicore album yep we've got pretty much the entire tool discography because mm-hmm. you couldn't stream them Yep. We've got a bit of soil work but a rise to fall we'll see things daniel's purchased for me for <laughs> birthday presents please. got it oh that's a good album. Uh, good. hypocrisy is a taste of extreme divinity <laughs> that is uh i'll have to do that sometime that's a that's a hell of an album <laughs> um so uh yeah i just i just stream everything but it was good i could find this but because uh, one of the problems is and it seems to be Music from that part of the world at this time it can be quite hard to find older albums. Yeah, yeah. And with the, the most recent ones, they all seem to have the right major label support or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes it is hard to find older, more obscure albums, even like from, from, from big name bands. Yeah, like yeah. Some of the soil work, like discography, their back catalogue seems to be really it is, hard to find. It is strange what is on these um,
1: services and what isn't, so yeah.
0: Or the oh, I know what it was. It was um, Morse Principia Mest Here, a thing. They're Finnish um, okay. mellow death band. They've got a new album coming out, and um, you can only get their most their new one that's coming out and the previous one to that okay. on streaming. Yeah, can't get. Their last couple of major releases, which is really annoying because mm-hmm. it was uh, some killer tracks on them. Yeah, yeah, And because they're quite obscure, you can't you can't um, torrent them either.
1: Yeah. Well, this is it.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> so what do you mean? What do you mean to do? I can't can't really get finished music over to Australia right now. It's not yeah.
1: No, that's fine. Anyway,
0: that's the end of that. That's the end of that. Um, don't, don't steal, don't steal music, kids. <laughs> well, I, 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 I thought you would have listened to this on tape, yeah. like, like a cassette <laughs> album.
1: I just went for what was cheapest, and it was the CD. I always I I, I prefer. CDs, you can rip them, it's easy. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I mean, I did try and stream it initially, um, and it is on Spotify. Uh, all of Emperor's Back catalog is on Spotify, which is a bit strange to think of. It's <laughs> like, oh, oh, there's black metal on albums. Spotify. <laughs> it's really strange. But, um, yeah, it, it was there, but then I've only got Spotify free, so I, I like halfway through the record, I have to listen to a fucking advert. So, uh, oh, yeah, it's just no, not the way to listen to no, music. That's... So, I was just like, oh, just download it. <laughs> And it was great, so I bought it. So, (laughs) um, it's all good. It all worked out in the end. Anyway, they let's earned, move they earned on. They earned themselves a sale. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Uh, I think we should probably do, uh, we, we could, we, I'm sure we could do an episode on history of music piracy and how like our entire collections were, were pretty much stolen you know, whenever we first uh, got into music. But no, it's, a, it's an important way to get in. That's like, the great thing about streaming Absolutely. now. You can use Spotify free and, um, or YouTube yep. and listen to whatever you want for free. This with only yeah. appalling adverts for fast food joints every, <laughs> every couple of minutes within yeah. the song okay to the next track uh to, to get back back on topic <laughs> damn it back on topic yeah this one is the the loss and curse of reverence <laughs> This one is much more melodic
1: yeah yeah no definitely and, and
0: i think this is where we get into the i don't know the more experimental stuff by emperor standards yeah
1: um so we kick off with a another tremolo pick riff at the start uh which obviously instantly gets me on board because i love me some tremolo picking um then it it, it it starts off more sort of traditional sort of metal drumming before it changes to blast beats. Uh, then we get this sort of ethereal ghostly wailing on this one, which I really quite like. Uh, lots of atmosphere on this track. Um, it's quite a lot of like choral bits in this. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's uh, really interesting. And I think, again, the choral elements are all done like keyboard sampling and stuff like that. But like it it's, it you know, again, compositionally, I liked it really. I think it works really well. It adds some drama to the song um and yeah that that sort of middle eight i guess if you want to call it that it's not really a traditional middle eight structure but like it's a little bit more atmospheric a little bit more just uh considered i suppose instead of just being like 100 miles an hour the entire time about four minutes 26 is when it sort of shifts back to being more traditional black metal with its blast beats and the tremolo picking and everything um there's a really sort of like chaotic, noisy guitar solo on this one, which I really, really enjoyed. Very sort of Slayer, Um, very atonal yeah. and crazy. Um So yeah, that was really nice to hear as well. Again, just considering how intense and chaotic this is, it done off have a lot of ideas considering <laughs> it's, yeah, it's I honestly, there's so much variety in and amongst the chaos that I, yeah, it, it, again you have to sit down and give it your attention to to pick it out but um if you do give it your attention i think you're going to come away with a, a really just positive listening experience well positive is such a that you can appreciate the music it is a uh, crazy and chaotic and dark as as the as thematically you know but um oh just what another great song um yeah. I just
0: like, i think I think there's definitely a lot more coral and symphonic stuff going in here. Yeah. This one to me feels like it is more of a tune to it. Yeah. Yeah. And more of a groove. Mm. I think it's got that one all kind of noise yeah. that comes back again and again. Absolutely. Um again the symphonic elements do have that Casio keyboard nineties Sega yeah. soundtrack yeah. vibe yeah. to it. Um it <laughs> if you, if you're like, what? What the hell is that reference? That's a specific reference to the um, Super Hang On twentieth <laughs> anniversary soundtrack, <laughs> which has very similar keyboards. <laughs> but that's a nineteen eighty nine game, Absolutely. so that's okay. <laughs> but that's that's what it reminds you. Of. It's gonna. Would you say it's fair that Casio keyboard? Yeah, yeah, sound? no, definitely, definitely. Oh, and I really like the Casio keyboard sound. Yeah. And and again, this you know, this adds a bit of cheesiness to it. Yeah, uh, that it's, is It's is quite welcome. It's a bit of levity so one, to a, it, to
1: a very dark yeah. and abrasive record so
0: yeah absolutely but you've got everything in this you've got um wild guitar solos, a pretty crazy finish you've got um uh, insane shouting just sort yep. of randomly bellowing yep. in the middle of the track absolutely. um it's got it all oh it's got it
1: all really really enjoyed this again like i don't think there's a moment on this album where I wasn't just having a great time,
0: <laughs> but as you say, it demands um, it demands con- like considered listening. Yeah,
1: definitely. It, it, you need concentration. You need to, like the way I did it. You need to sit down, put it on. Like it's the only thing you're doing tonight is listening to this record <laughs> and just giving it your attention. You know, because otherwise you're just gonna it's just gonna be noise and like. Intrusive, and it's not the sort of way it needs to be. You need to give it attention Um, because, yeah, there's just so much going on. Okay, um, let's move on to track six, which is the acclamation of Bonds. Um, not James Bond's. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Insert your Alan Partridge reference here. Yeah, <laughs> um, I mean, there's 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 certainly some drama and some faux strings on this, but it, it's not uh, the sort of uh, Bond theme that you're you're expecting. Um, yeah, I, I, again, really big dramatic intro. Uh, um, what what l- an opening! Yeah. What an opening lick! I love it. Really good stuff. This
0: is this is so. Um... It sounds like Van Halen-esque hammering at the start of this one. It's, it's very really old-school metal
1: film. Absolutely. It soon breaks and out it, into more exhausting speed, though.
0: <laughs> it, it reminded me a bit of um, For Whom the Bell Tolls, mm. Yeah, by Metallica yeah, yeah. definitely. And oh, then, and then, atmosphere, absolutely. Yeah, but even the, even that riff, the, na, 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 is, is not too dissimilar agree, to the. I, agree, um, yeah. I can see where you're going with that. that that's that's where I was coming from with on that one. Absolutely. Yes, I, but absolutely. then, as you say, back to the back to the blast beats and the chaos within 30 seconds. That, that's enough of that.
1: <laughs> yeah. But uh again, we do get more of the sort of symphonic elements in that they they're using this sort of like sample digitized string sound on this track. um this one in particular I felt was so noisy and chaotic that there's almost like barely any sort of melody to discern on this one. Um, you really, again, you had to really sort of give it your attention to sort of like hone in on licks and, you know, grooves and things like that. Cause it's just so crazy. Like there's so much happening at any given point, such a big wall of noise. Um, but it's just such a, there's a lot of rap, like yeah,
0: wailing wailing guitar solos yeah. and, and bits and bobs because it's just all over the place. Absolutely. Do you, do you know that um so as I was listening to this, I kind of wrote down earlier in the song, you know, this reminds me of For Whom the Bell Tolls. Yeah. And no, then it didn't. And then at the end there's a bell tolling. <laughs> and a very similar riff to For
1: Whom the Bell Tolls. Like you knew yeah. you knew <laughs> that sounded so <similar>. oh. <laughs> I mean look, I'm not being funny, but like even even late '90s when this came out, which was I think it's '97, um, so much of metal owes so much to Metallica. There's no there's no way around it, yeah. you know. Regardless of whether you're you're the most true like <laughs> necro black metal band that that exists kilt, in the world, cult with the and a V. <laughs> exactly. There's there's no escaping it. You can't you can't not owe something back to bands like Metallica, which are so now massively influential to the to the genre and, you know as a whole well i'm not saying
0: it's a bad thing no, i'm saying no, if all. that if if they are deliberately calling back to for Whom the bell tolls good for them that's yeah. not what i was saying
1: i think as well it's worth mentioning um the i think at this point if this album hasn't hasn't you haven't found something to like about it it's probably not going to win you over <laughs> because yeah. it's there is a very Like tried and tested formula that runs throughout this entire record, and it is fast, unrelenting, like underproduced, no bass, screamy, and it's intense. And you need to give it your attention. And unfortunately, I think that's going to be a bit of a barrier for a lot of people. I know that this genre is not for everyone, and I know it's it's a difficult thing to to approach. right off the bat if you never listen to any heavy music or any black metal this is going to be a testing experience i think and i felt like yeah. there was very little moments on the, this entire record where it really gave you any sort of respite or like a melody or a groove to really like sink into and headbang to it's not that sort of music it's just intense and quick the entire time and if if that's some, if that sounds appealing to you then you're probably going to like this but i think also, it's it's going to be a barrier for a lot of people. I think if you want your metal with a little bit more melody, this is probably not going to grab you in the same way. I think you're going to need to have some sort of expectation going into this. That it's uh, it's a little bit more difficult to approach. I think it's it, it, it's a it's an acquired taste. Let's put it that way.
0: And yet, and and yet, even though I agree with pretty much all you've said, the last track. Uh, the last main track with strength i burn yeah is essentially easy listening by this album standards. absolutely it's (laughs) It's almost almost a black metal ballad yeah
1: yeah i mean (laughs) it's not a slow song by any stretch of the imagination but i suppose this is about as mid-paced as emperor get i guess um there's a lot more groove to this there's a lot more melody um i really liked this but it's so different to everything that's come before it apart from maybe the intro um that it's it really stands alone and it shows that um Emperor have a little bit more to their ability and their chops than just simply going hell for leather for an entire record. Um, one minute fifty we get um Isan's really lovely baritone singing, which I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. it's good. It really adds to the drama. Like it's 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 a fantastic addition to their atmosphere that they create. Um it doesn't have the same Dynamism or the chaotic energy as the other songs but um, I don't think that's in its I don't think that's a fault by any means of this song I think it just it offers something a little bit different and showcases that the band can do more than just go nuts Um, yeah this is really really good proper sort of mid-paced emperor groover (laughs) good stuff (laughs) I mean like uh, around the end of the song, about five minutes forty, it does pick up some pace again, and that gets that craziness yeah, back, and off. sort of ends ends the record on that chaotic energy again. But um, yeah, it's it. I the only thing I'd say against it is I think it probably doesn't have enough ideas to justify its length. I think it's at like eight, eight minutes, minutes plus, isn't it? Yeah, at eight minutes. It's definitely a little bit too long in the tooth. But I enjoyed what it was doing and what it was offering and it was so different to what everything everything else on the record I couldn't couldn't help but take notice to be honest with you it's it's a, it's a real good album closer um, and it's not really the album closer obviously we get The Wanderer uh, which is the final yeah, track is- on this yeah.
0: kind of spooky, spooky instrumental. Yeah, I, I called it an interlude and then I realised that there were bonus tracks and I was like, oh, okay, it's actually an outro, that makes much more sense. Um, I did enjoy The Wanderer a, though.
1: I think it's got a really yeah. lovely groove and a nice melody. Uh, really strongly guitar melody. Uh, and unlike the intro, it's actually backed with the proper rhythm section. It's got drums and yeah, I, I just thought it was a nice dramatic close to the record. To be honest with really. you, yeah. Me- they,
0: the wanderer, they, the those were sort of reverberant guitar tones. Remind me a bit of like shoegaze, which yeah, I'll yeah, definitely I you come up. to in the further listening because uh, there's an interesting, interesting diversion. But that' not not by no means a bad finish.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I didn't make any notes for the bonus tracks, um, even though I have listened to them. But um, obviously, you dialed into them as well.
0: Well, I would. I wouldn't give. Uh, I have notes. I just don't have a huge number of notes. Yeah. So yeah. the there are two extra tracks, and if you're. Listening along at home, you probably won't realise they're bonus tracks because they don't seem to be labelled as such. Yeah, as opposed to the bon the live version of Lost and Curse of Reverence, which yeah. is obviously a bonus track. Yeah, yeah. Um so the first one's called In Longing Spirit, which is totally different yeah, to yeah. anything else in the album. So it so it was a bit confusing at first, but it, it makes sense as a bonus track. We've got organs, we've got a bit of a drum groove here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's got a, it's quite quite a doomy riff to it. Absolutely. It's a, yeah. it's very different to the rest of the album. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a very good song as well. Honestly, like um, it, it, it deserves a listen. If if you've enjoyed the rest of the record, it's it's well worth checking out because, um, yeah, again, it shows that there's more to Emperor than just what they've offered through most of of this album in particular but like honestly it's it's a nice change of pace, a little bit more variety.
0: Yeah I think it's a shame that it wasn't part of the original album. Yeah least, yeah no definitely really good.
1: Um, um, but and yeah.
0: then two thirds in you get this mega breakdown with lots of shredding and, and proper galloping drums. Yeah
1: yeah no it's really good fun So um, instead,
0: of, instead of blast beats see, I, 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 I'd describe them as galloping that kind of No definitely. Not quite maiden-esque, much faster than that but it's good just more relentless traditional drumming
1: yeah yeah and if i mean there sense. is i we haven't mentioned it but there is some variety to the drumming on this it isn't just blast beats the entire time they do actually no, use not. quite a lot of sort of death metal style double bass drumming as well um which helps emphasize certain grooves and licks i think um but yeah it's 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 still obviously very intense but there is some variety to the to the overall experience when on the drum side of things as well but yeah that song in particular um yeah, definitely the most experimental when it comes to the drums. I think um, offers a lot more than what you've experienced with the rest of the record. And then there's a instrumental version of a track of their first album, isn't it as well?
0: Yeah, and it sounds a bit like um, if you've listened to the first Black Mages album. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it's very video gamey. Yeah, it's all it's all sort of like keyboard led, isn't it? It's there's, there's not really much in the way of guitars
0: and things like that yeah it's it's just a what does it say i've actually got some liner notes on the apple music lyrics piano it's originally featured in in the nightside eclipse album under the title ino a satana and it's a classical arrangement and performance by izan yeah
1: but yeah it's 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 all done on synthesizer or keyboard or things like that so uh yeah it's it's. But it does
0: sound it does sound very like um yeah
1: 1990s final fantasy (laughs) yeah totally totally (laughs) um But yeah, and then outside of that, there's obviously just a live rendition of The Lost of Curves or Reverence. Uh, It's a good version, but um, their live setting I don't think really um, gives it the quality it deserves, to be honest with you. Um, The drums are actually quite buried, and I think it's because they're so quick, I can't imagine... You can really hit that hard for that long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's almost like tapping instead of actual drumming, to be honest, uh, which is a bit of a shame. I've just isn't? got it on the background
0: now. Yeah, it's yeah. I see what you mean?
1: It, yeah, it doesn't quite have the uh, the prominence that the the album production has, but um, yeah, overall, um, I've got to say, I came away from this having one of the best times I've ever had on this podcast. (laughs) Um, Especially after last episode, where we were all revved up and ready to have a good time with some power metal, and then it ended up kind of disappointing us a little bit. To go into this and to just have it tear my face off from front to end (laughs) and just have the best time, (laughs) I was just, ah, this is exactly what I wanted. So, yeah, first impressions on Emperor are fantastic i think they're a band i'm going to explore further after listening to this record Um, i really really enjoyed my time with this and i've heard lots of good things about other records in their discography as well so um, i think i'm definitely going to have to explore them a little further um how about you alan
0: so i have finally found the um best way to listen to black metal okay and so it's not going for a run yep it's not driving home in the car it is vacuuming and housework <laughs> <laughs> and so so i came home yesterday and i wanted to give it a final blast and i had to vacuum the car yep. and i usually do housework to like dream theater or something yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. usually prog metal <laughs> um but black metal works really well because there's not much of a bass yeah. and the bass frequencies get cut out when you're vacuuming anyway <laughs> so it actually is and because you're not doing anything else except for like you know dull mechanical work, yep, yep. so it'd be it'd be really good for um I don't know mowing the lawn or doing <laughs> yard work or hanging out washing or anything else where you'd probably listen to a podcast, yeah, yeah, no, that's fair, that's and- absolutely fair. Um, so I have now, uh, and I was chopping vegetables to the Apple Music Black Metal Essentials playlist <laughs> last night, and that worked quite well. So I'm going to now listen to black metal uh, whenever I do housework <laughs> because it seems like it's the only way I can give it proper attention. Um, I so I bounced off this at first, yeah, and
1: I had a uh, feeling like, you might, what? yeah,
0: yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? This is just this is nuts." But then uh, the more time I gave it, and the more repeated plays, so actually, I think it's probably the most times of listen to something before we've done an episode. Yeah, I've been yeah. through it about you know, four or five times back to front and properly listened to it. Yeah. But um yeah, it is it really grew on me and I'm definitely interested to to listen around some more of the genre. So this is the other apologies to Paul. But as I I was listening to a bit of Immortal this morning and I will definitely be listening to more after this.
1: Oh good stuff, good stuff.
0: Um, so I think it's I think it's really good. Um it was a really good choice of album. Yeah, no, absolutely wasn't, big thanks to Paul. Yeah, okay. for you to to this well, one okay we have got this initial wall of noise yeah. and genre that you have to get through. But actually, it's not that bad once you're into it. No, no, no. The, the, the challenging bit is that there isn't that verse-chorus-verse structure. And the yeah. problem is whenever your guys who decided, for better or worse, to do a heavy metal podcast where we go through track by track, it makes it hard for us to say things about individual tracks. Yeah. But that's more a feeling of our format than the album itself. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And this is one of those albums where it's more like one big movement yep yep it's more like one big one big vibe Mm. there's a couple of bits we can pick out here and through the tracks but really it's about the overall vibe And the overall vibe i got was you know this is good this is an experience it's (laughs) something to sit down with your favorite beverage you know in a a darkened room and enjoy yeah but it's just and it needs that because it doesn't have the more melodic bits so something like something like bellicor right is we covered, um, so we covered Vessels, which is an album that again doesn't have a verse, chorus, verse structure yeah, at all. Yeah. But it does have a lot of melody and it has a lot of tunes and, and, and riffs and things that you can hook into your brain more quickly oh, to identify absolutely. each track to You the next. settle into a groove, And don't this you? doesn't. And this doesn't have that. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the that's the difference is you need to sit down and, and give it your attention. Yeah. And and if you're recording a podcast episode on it, yeah, you're gonna need to get the track listings up and make notes. <laughs> there you go. But I but I really but I really enjoyed it and um I think it was a bit of an eye opener for me. Yeah, yeah. It was no. a genre that I hadn't given full attention to before. So it was a real treat actually to um it was, the opposite of, it was the opposite of last episode, isn't it? We were yeah, excited yeah, no, and came out feeling a bit, little bit dejected. This yeah. one went in feeling a little bit, oh my god, and came out really, really enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely, um, definitely. Wife, the wife wasn't convinced, but that's okay. It's not for everybody.
1: <laughs> no, absolutely, and that is the thing with black mountain. Is it is not going to be for everybody. Um, I think you do have to take some reservations in when you go into these sort of things and understand what you're going to get yourself in for. But honestly, if it if any of that sounded interesting i think it's worth exploring because i think this is an absolutely fantastic record definitely deserves the plaudits. i think it's it's uh it it's earned over its you know time in the in the sun so um yeah i've really really enjoyed my time with this had a great time um i i don't know if i could pick a favorite track <laughs> um <laughs> so, that's a that's a tricky one isn't it yeah
0: yeah um oh look I think, and this is purely based on the conversation we just had, yeah. I, I'm going to say your favorite, it sounded like it was the Entrance Imperium merely because it melted your face immediately. Yeah, I
1: think uh. <laughs> it, it, it definitely left the most the biggest impression because, well, I mean, it's the first proper song on the record. And, yeah, I was just, oh, okay, where's this been all my life? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think you're probably right. And if, if I was going to guess one for you, I think maybe um, With Strength I Burn. Um, Ooh. Um, I think that that one definitely
0: wouldn't be my favorite. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, but I think my favorite is probably uh, either "Lost and Curse of Reverence" or "The Acclamation of Bonds." Oh, fair enough. And I think, and for the latter, mainly because I really like it because it reminded me of Van Halen. <laughs> yeah 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 um Um, but i like loss of curse and reverence because it reminded me of sega 1990 soundtrack it it did have that um that sega rally super hang on (laughs) arrangement feel to it which i really like um but it did make me. It did make me miss my Saturn and think about the poor, the poor Saturn coming across in a, <laughs> in a shipping container. Is it going to be okay? Oh man. So I think those are probably my my favourites. And actually, if you're somebody like me who this doesn't naturally appeal to, those might be good starting points.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, there you go. Uh, um, even if
0: you're like, oh my god, I can't take the first track. Try dipping into some of the later tracks and then coming back to it.
1: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good idea, actually, definitely, because it, like you say, very front-loaded. Um, the, the, the change in pace at the end of the record might be something that uh, appeals to you, so yeah. Um, in regards to extra listening, then, um, I have picked two black metal records um, that I have familiarity with. Uh, the first is uh, In Sorta Diaboli by Dimmu Borgia, um, who I have some experience with. Um, they are more symphonic than they are black metal, but I think Insort of Diaboli is the one that leans quite heavily on black metal. It is a very heavy record with um, lovely, bombastic, stupid orchestral moments. Um, very pompous, very overblown, uh, a lot of fun, and I think it's quite a natural follow-up to a record like this. Um, it basically is very much doing what this is doing, but probably with quite considerably higher production values. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, I uh,
0: a little bit of Demi Burger, but not um, not in depth. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's definitely got a lot more. Like they're really bringing them symphonic elements to the forefront.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And then the other record I wanted to recommend is a much more recent record, uh, one of my favourites from recent years. Uh, It is an album called The Great Mortality, and it is by a British black metal band called The Infernal Sea. Um, Oh my God, what a great record. Um, If you want what this is doing, but with riffs and grooves and just... uh, I often hear the term sort of death and roll, thrown around when it comes to mm-hmm. Infernal Sea. Uh, and uh, yeah, they are a great band. Lots of high pitched, raspy, screaming vocals. It's, it's lots of black metal tropes all over this, tremolo picks, riffs, and blast beats and things like that. But there are a considerable amount more grooves and riffs and things for you to really sink your teeth into it is one of my favorite records of recent years and i would highly highly recommend it if you have any inclination to check out black metal with some with some groove i guess so yeah alan then uh further listening on your part
0: well i'm gonna frantically change my mind at the last minute because i just remembered a um a good recommendation for a vaguely black metal esque album. So, okay. um I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna list three and be a pain. Okay. So the first one is um, actually by Isan, um, which is his most recent album. It's called Ammer. That's okay. That's A G R A V M R, which um, is a really interesting progression from some of the stuff you'll hear in Emperor. Yep. It's got. The intense black metal, but it's also got sort of post metal, more instrumental, electronic yeah, yeah. influences, and it's a it's a really interesting record. Mm. Um, so I have got two other recommendations, which are kind of but not quite black metal, but they're um, bands and albums I've really enjoyed. So the first is by a band called Alcest, um, okay. and that album is called Kodama. So Alcest um, are essentially a solo project, okay. a French band, yep, um, and it's known as a black gaze. So right. it's essentially black metal mixed with some of those shimmering bits um that yep. we picked up in uh in, in this actually. Yeah, yeah. Um and uh so like so the, the shimmery bits of The Wanderer, but it's yeah. um yeah, but it's sort of Shigi is mixed with black metal. Absolutely. Um, so it's really interesting, atmospheric stuff and it's got everything you want, interesting tunes, nonsense vocals, you know, what more can you <laughs> want? But a really weird and um really interesting album. So the other one um I don't know if you heard of this one. It's uh so it's a band called Zeal and Order and the album's called ah, Stranger yes.
1: Fruit. Yeah, yeah. And
0: I just remembered, oh my god, we have to talk about this because this is um black metal mixed with um African soul music.
1: Yeah, yeah. It is quite crazy. I don't know if it's ever really clicked with me to be honest with you. I have tried Zeal and Order and I think it is quite an acquired taste. Um, I love what they're doing. I love me some genre fusion. I've got nothing against that. But um, I don't know if it's really quite clicked with me in the way I would like to. Um, It's, yeah, very different, very unique, very original. And those are all positive things. But for whatever reason, it just doesn't quite tick my boxes. I, I just... I don't know. I, I want it to be heavier. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Like I, I I'm recommending it not because I think that it's um absolutely amazing. And I know what you mean. It doesn't quite click with me either. Mm. More just because I think it's so interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: as a, as a fusion of musical styles that it's worth listening to. Absolutely. To, to unpick and, and understand how black metal can, can mash with other things in, in mm. interesting ways. And I mean, there's other bands out there, like there's like, the, you know, Sort of an American metal revival of I don't know what you'd call them, critically favored metal bands yeah. like Zelena another one would be like Death Heaven. Yep, um, absolutely. Who have a lot of um, black metal influences in their music, yep. but yet I, while I've enjoyed some of the Death Heaven I've listened to, I thought, nah, this isn't quite hitting the mark for me. Mm, okay, not 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 like what do you think?
1: Um, I I've really enjoyed Sunbather. Um, Sunbather. I think that's yeah. a really great record. I like Sunbather,
0: but, but I didn't I didn't really. There's the one after it, whatever it was called, didn't really click with me.
1: I I haven't explored the other ones you, after, you, and you I you just haven't heard. It, yeah, I I just haven't heard anything as strong and as like overtly. You need to listen to this as everybody was with Sunbather. So I just yeah I haven't really gravitated to them as much as I did Sunbather, but I really did enjoy Sunbather. And again. Like your initial recommendation, there it's got that sort of black gaze sort of feel to it mm-hmm. as well. Um, yeah, great record.
0: So, interesting, interesting recommendations, and probably something we should, I don't know, do in a further episode anyway. Yeah, no, completely. completely. <laughs> so, if you've enjoyed this, and hopefully you do because it's episode 20, so mm. if you've suffered long enough, <laughs> listen to 20 and uh, didn't enjoy it, feel free to stop. Um, <laughs> so, you can find us in castironshoe.co.uk where you'll find the entire catalog um, you can probably contact us through there I haven't built the contact form yet we should we have that. Um, if you've got a recommendation for an album you can hit Lewis up on Twitter or you can contact us via the website and we will Absolutely. take it under consideration yeah. uh, this <laughs> this episode um, is a very special thanks to Paul Williamson who said we should do some black metal Absolutely. give us some album titles and we picked this one so, much, so hopefully, hopefully we have not disappointed him
1: yeah yeah no no well he certainly didn't disappoint me because uh, that was an amazing choice um, yeah, obviously, make sure you follow us on the socials. We are on uh, Castline Show on Facebook, Castline Show on Twitter, Instagram as well. Been really enjoying getting back into the swing of things with that. I've been sharing what I've been listening to recently, so please go and follow us on there. Obviously, if you want to follow me directly, it's at Sonic Yoda. So uh, yeah, please have a chat and uh, give us some recommendations. It'd be lovely to hit uh, hit some more bases and subgenres that we haven't c- quite got to yet on Castline Show um, because that has been very much my leaning at the moment. And I think that's why we did this because we hadn't touched on black metal and that's quite important. So what um, I'm going to do
0: is um, after this, I'm going to go back to the old cast iron spreadsheet where we Mm. four years ago, dumped all the albums onto the cover. And I'm going to try and do like a, I don't know, a pivot table of genres. We can make sure we we head a bit wider. Oh, that's very you Um, Alan, isn't it? (laughs) That's very, yeah, it's a very me. It's a very, um, very Alan and Craig approach. Um, If you've ever seen his, um, Games he's completed spreadsheet, that's like the <laughs> genre, of how long is took him to complete you know, on a platform. Oh uh, God. I just it, because because otherwise it will come back to all the things that I usually listen to. And that's why it's This is it. This is it. And uh, I'm glad we got out go of our away, comfort zone a little bit. for this Go away, Siri. Sorry. <laughs> I must have seriously said something and my watch picked up on it. My bad.
1: But yeah, no, I'm I'm glad we got out of our comfort zone a little bit for this episode because it was a really nice surprise and it's introduced me to something. I will definitely be returning to quite frequently. So, um, yeah, fantastic recommendation, Paul, as per usual. So, um, good stuff. Um, thank you very much, as always, for listening. Um, yeah, show.co.uk for all the Hey, don't
0: forget to review us on iTunes. That matters, apparently. Yeah, yeah. That actually that actually matters.
1: Review us on Apple Podcasts, I'll have you know. iTunes does not oh, exist anymore. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I, sh-
0: yeah, I, should, I should know that. My <laughs> computer no longer has iTunes. It only has... Yeah. Music and podcasts and things,
1: but obviously you can get us from all good podcasting podcatching apps. So please feel, go and feel subscribe free to, to download
0: us. and feel free to download this podcast and share it with your friends. <laughs> copy it on, copy it on the cassette or burn a CD.
1: <laughs> it's what I would do, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh dear. Anyway, oh, thank you very
1: much for listening. As always, this has been an absolute pleasure. Good to hear from you again, Alan. And I hope you have a lovely evening.
0: Yeah, you too. Oh, oh, lovely, lovely morning. Oh, yes. Strange time time zone eh? paradox that we're in. (laughs) Catch you later.
1: Take care.